welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Hello. Well, hello there. Oh, hello. How are you today? Doing okay. Oh, that's good. How are you? I'm good. Very pretty. Oh, thank you. I don't know. Is that a blouse? It is a blouse. It is a blouse. It's a top. It's a top. You would call it a blouse. What's that screen? What's going on No, we're here. We're here. We're We're all good. So I'm going to go sit in your uh, She's going to, our audience is going to sit or she's going to whine. I don't know. She's going to pick which one. How's everybody doing today? Yes, we're, uh... We um, had a very nice day yesterday. Yes. Very nice day. It was um, Dylan's graduation, as you all know, because you hear us talking about it all the time. We're not going to be talking about it anymore after today, because there's not going to be much more to talk about. Next time we talk about graduation, it'll be for Dylan's college graduation. No, we'll we're talking about Becca's graduation. Oh, that's right. We'll talk about... Sorry, I forgot. Sorry, forgot. I forgot about her. I forgot we have another kid. Yeah, we do <laughs> no, so Next year. Next <laughs> we have another year kid who's going to be graduating. Good morning, Gina. Um, but, uh, I am just totally kidding about that. Of course, I know I have a beautiful, wonderful daughter who I love very much. Yes. So I don't want her ever to think I forgot her. That was just a slip Don't worry, me. she'll never forget she, that. She'll never she, forget she, she usually is like, where is, okay, there's but, been enough well, attention on Dylan, right. it's time for me. <laughs> She's like, enough, enough already. Right. Um, so, yesterday was really, really, um, well done. The, yes, the, I mean, we complain a lot. We complain we, a lot. We yeah. absolutely we, we, are the, I mean, we know there's a lot of people play, and a lot of... We, we, throw, we throw little jabs. Right? Yeah, we, we yeah, we give our opinions. We give our opinions. They're usually strong, usually have something to say. They're usually ignored. They're usually ignored. That's okay. Yeah, that's but you know what? Yesterday, I don't have any complaints. They did a nice job. They did as good a job as anybody could hope uh, that they could do under the... Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. He shaved. Look at that. He decided for, to shave for it was graduation. For, it was for graduation. I kind of regret it a little bit. Cause then I, good. I saw somebody yesterday I haven't seen in a while, and he had his beard going on, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have. Yeah, maybe next week you can have a beard again. Next, so next, so right, keeps so going back I'll let, I'll let, I'm going to let it go again. Oh, gosh. But right. yesterday was really well done. We, we, we were smart. I mean, it was one of the few times that we actually did something the right way. Yeah. Normally... When I take Dylan or we go to the high school, you usually go down Pinebrook Boulevard. People in New Rochelle will know what I'm talking about. All the way down. And at the end, come down and come up uh, North Avenue. Um, in one, you know, up the direction going towards, going towards Wykegill. This time, I actually came down North Avenue coming the, the other, other way. way. So we had to make a right a turn huge, instead of a left. I can't tell huge, you how. Huge. Like, that was huge the best decision ever. North Avenue, tons of cars were lining up, were to, lining make a up left. to make a left to go through the graduation uh, process. And I scooted all the way. Through. I didn't do anything. I didn't cut anybody off or anything. I just no, I came making a right. Making a right. Making a right. And it was um, seamless. Yeah, it was seamless. So yeah. we went through. But uh, I have to say, I mean, and this is, you know, and I know that there was, they put together a graduation committee and a lot of parents like myself and, um, Denise Flood with the PTSA, who was fantastic in this whole process. 
everybody kind of came together and kept sharing ideas you know we should do this and we should do that and we should you know like we, we and then we came up with like a whole thing that we presented to this the high school and then this committee that was formed that had students and administrators um and parents in it was part of this inner like community that kind of took all the ideas and implemented them so if you see you know if you saw all the photos lining north avenue that was one group of parents nice that, job jessica yes. that was even probably a better way to go yeah. so there were um no but there was a group of parents that put together the entire wall of photos that lined um all of north avenue which was amazing um and then what i loved is that as you were driving in i don't know who was in charge of music for this maybe pave was involved in that i have no idea but we said like the minute we started getting going through the procession it felt like you were in it's a small world because <laughs> if you kept your window open the music kept changing as you got closer and closer and i'm i'm like such a sucker for music and there was a song right before they played like the pomp and circumstance when they called their name that was like so heartfelt and it totally was like okay here's the one that's going to make the moms in the cars cry and i was like man they are on point today and it just like each time it was really it was so nice nobody was like stuck in traffic for too long it was really festive. I mean, certainly not jessica she went right into the light and yeah seriously right some people the cut the line and just like we're right at the top and no problem um you know the cheerleaders the cheerleaders were there like cheering everybody on and then they did this they shared that um so the and the kids as soon as they gave them their name they gave them a nice gift bag that was from the ptsa that had a, um, a face mask that said, you know, NRHS. They had all kinds of goodies. And they told them that they've created a mural that's full of wall tiles of every single student that graduated that they're going to who, then put Who doesn't love wall school. tiles? Who doesn't I love wall tiles? I love a good you wall love... tile. It was so nice. I will say, the everybody that we encountered there was wonderful. Except one person. One lady. There was one lady. Oh, that yeah. During the entire procession. She's a little cranky. And, yeah, so we can't, we're, we're riding through... And Dylan rolls down the window, and she just, in a very nasty tone, very curt, says, you have your index card? And like that, and she goes, take your index card and, and put on your mask. And then she just walked away. You were like, lady. Like, like, whoa, like, whoa. easy there. Like, yeah, like see, yeah, 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 there's always got to be one. There's, yeah. there's always got to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we yeah. had, and when I was in, um, I'll never forget, in Brooklyn, PS276, Mrs. Boyarski. She was mean. <laughs> Mean. mean mean is like you um you know if you were adult you know if you spoke out you were in, i remember we were in the cafeteria and like before you would go back to class kids were like got a little rowdy <laughs> and one of those days i got remember greece we, the movie yeah how could i forget there were these really fun books that we had in greece the movie that afterwards it almost looked like a comic book kind of thing and all i mean when we were in the sixth grade everybody was obsessed with it or something so i had just gotten one and i was showing it to all my friends oh no and what do you think? Miss Boyaski looked at me and said, "You get out!" And I got thrown up. I not thrown up. I had to like. I had to go against the wall. It was. I was devastated. You were on the wall. Of shame? I was on the wall of shame did because Miss Boyaski pulled did, me out. Did you have to turn around and face the corner? Like yes. Is that, yes, I had is to that face the, I, the no, wall I of gosh, shame. Is that, does that still happen anymore? No. Do kids get put in a corner me? and, and, and you turn? don't get shamed anymore? <laughs> oh, I mean, gosh. I was shamed. It was like. Yeah. The, yeah, I remember when that I was a kid, was like, I, got, I, got, I got called out 
one time and I had to go stand in the back and, and turn yep. around. wall of shame. I gotta tell you, I didn't do it again. I, I bet this lady <laughs> went to the Miss Boyoski School of Charm. That was, you know, you don't want to mess up around those kind of people. Yeah, we had, so it was a wall of shame. And the other thing, you, didn't, you never wanted to get rid, I think it was called the 403 book. I don't know why it was like okay. that's what we had, and that if you got ridden up and you were getting put into the four hundred three book, that was like oh really, man yeah so that was the thing you don't want to be four hundred three like, so, yeah they would threaten that like isn't that like when you're online now it says four hundred three you you hit the wrong website <laughs> maybe maybe that's where they got it maybe from. that's where four hundred three I don't know I'm pretty sure if anybody remembers one PS one thirty one out there I think that's what we had I think it was called the four hundred three oh Gina book. goes now the kids put the teachers yeah, against the no, wall no that's not that's, that's it oh that is very sad yeah. But so the um, he got his pictures taken the uh, you know at each spot he uh, he donned the purple gown and uh, got that he, he got the he, cap to fit on his head yeah, for thirty nine seconds he, he did a very he looked really good got in got out rode our way out of the parking lot and and that was graduation all in about maybe thirty minutes yes but they also in the morning posted the entire graduation it was recorded the speeches were really really terrific. Um, really heartfelt from um, well, the... there was two speeches in particular that I thought were oh, yeah. amazing. One was by the salutatorium, salutatorium, by, yeah, Stephen Bartell, and the other one, uh, which if you have a chance to listen to, and I would suggest having a box of tissues with you when you when you do it, uh, was from Naomi Brickell. Is that Brickle. Is? Brickle. Brickle. Naomi Brickle, who. Uh, it's heartbreaking who tragically uh, lost her son with the New Rochelle High School who would have been graduating this year. And um, her speech was uh, nothing short of spectacular. Yeah. And it, it, it was it felt really strange because in many ways, uh, everything that she spoke about was very positive and uplifting, mm-hmm. which was great. But at the same time, you felt, at least I did, that undercurrent of, of, sadness. A, of, of sadness and yeah. loss at the same time and the way she was um you know able to put both feelings together at the same time was was really it was beautiful it was, it i mean one beautiful. of the things that really touched me was how she said you know this is a time where our kids have lost a lot our they they missed out on prom obviously missed out on a real graduation there's so many different milestones that happened the last few months of school and all that went away and she said, you know, as parents, we're, we're always worried about, oh, my God, how is this going to affect them? She said, but I know that this is one of the most resilient group of, of kids she's ever met. She said, because even during this time, those kids were reaching out to her to see how she was doing. And um, and a friend actually just said that that her daughter um, was, was close with, with Adam and sent, like, cookies to her and like kept doing special things so these kids are just you know really special and want to make a difference and want people you know want to realize and want people to realize that wow you know even when I'm going through this rough thing there are other people out there that could be hurting more so that was just I mean I'm getting all like teary no, but that was beautiful. no it was it, it was it was a very emotional moment the reality is is across the country you know, graduating seniors in 2020 have gone through a lot, right? Not just New Rochelle. But I, re- I really do believe that our students in New Rochelle High School have endured a lot more than the average high yeah. school student has or ever should for a lot of reasons. One is just the issue of fellow students who have died over the last few years tragically. It, it's heartbreaking. 
And then also just the, the turmoil that our school district has um, always seems to go through for one thing or another. And we always seem to be in the spotlight, not always in a flattering way, obviously with the, the football team and the coach and, and the superintendent. It's just one issue after the other. Um, but that being said, the kids are extremely, extremely resilient. We have a great group of kids that have graduated this year. And, you know, everybody should be very proud of all of them, every single one of them. So... That's yeah. something about it in our graduation. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, and I even said, uh, I was emailing someone today from the district, and I said, you know, I love this personalized approach. They should think about incorporating it anyway into, yeah. it's almost like uh, if they drive drove up and did that, and then you sit for the speeches, I think that would actually be kind of nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to say, like, so the, nice. not having to sit in a... In the hot sun. Hot sun for yeah. hours and, and stuff kind of felt kind of good, like, just being in an air-conditioned car and going through. Santana some, even Santana, attended, Santana the, uh, attended the graduation. The, yeah, the festivities. So then we afterwards, we, we came home and we said to the boy, you know, graduation boy, what would you like to do for your uh, celebratory uh, meal? Because uh, we were going to be going someplace later on. He could have gone anywhere. We said, it's your choice. What do you think he chose? Yep. Johnny's in Mount Vernon. He's yep. Simple kid, simple taste, simple pleasures. That's him. So we went to um, we went to Johnny's in Mount Vernon, and it was the first time that we actually did indoor dining. We've been to a couple restaurants already uh, outdoor dining, but this is the first uh, restaurant that we went to for indoor seating, yep. and it wasn't crowded. Hey Chris. Hey Chris. Good morning. <laughs> and Denise. Good morning, Denise. And uh, it was as always fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, How could it not be? So he now he was super happy. We got you know two beautiful looking pies we also found out that the uh that johnny's they had renovated the front uh, they're they're going to be opening up a new part of johnny's that actually even has some outdoor dining it just hasn't opened yet and so that means that those of you that are fans of johnny's um get ready because they are, they're going to have more space they took away tables from right now so that there's there's not that many tables inside but they're not allowed to have outdoor dining in their parking lot so Unfortunately, really it's a bummer for them. I guess Mount Vernon was more strict than other places, but hopefully their other space will open soon because it looks really nice. And um, but either way, I mean they are like you know they do gangbusters, but of course people want to go back. Get to Johnny's, you gotta yeah, go. Yeah, still the best pizza. Still the best. Um, I you know while we were still talking about New Rochelle School District, I forgot to mention this before we you know, get ourselves out of uh, the neuro school topic. I guess there was an open letter. That was uh, issued by Shadia Alvarez. Oh. Shadia Alvarez. Shadia. Many, sh or, yeah, we're not going to call her that. We're just going to call her Shadia Alvarez, right? That's how you say it. I don't know. Okay. She was involved um, prominently in the 2018 uh, Apex grade inflation scandal for the New Rochelle High School, which was another uh, mark on our district and an embarrassment at that. And she was the person who was the main fall person for it. I, I don't know the level of culpability of other people involved. Uh, that's for, you know, can be disputed. But she chose yesterday, the day yeah. of graduation, to write an open letter to the interim principal, Joe Starvaji, basically saying that on your last day of interim principal, as interim principal for the high school, maybe that you should come clean and basically tell everybody that I was just following orders. Like, you know what? You could have. She could have picked a different day to do it. Like, 
Did it have to be on graduation day? Did it have to? I know. If everybody, if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, just get a chance. Go on, just look on Google, New Rochelle School District, you know, uh, grade scandal. It was pretty big news at the time. Again, like I mentioned before, an embarrassment for the school district. Uh, she was the person who was um, basically responsible for it or allegedly responsible for it. And uh, she was dismissed from the district. And um, she was saying all along that there were a lot more people involved. And I guess um, mostly pointing fingers at uh, interim principal Starvaggi. Well, because he was the one left. You know, there were, there were other people that were there before, but they're no longer there. So it's... Um, but, right. It's so it, I don't have a problem with her issuing a letter. I, I, I do think it's in poor taste doing it um, yesterday. Yesterday was not about... Was not about Starvaggi. Yesterday was not about the, the the grade scandal. It was not about you, Miss Alvarez. It was day about the students. So it should have been left as such. And and the one thing I can say about Joe Starvaggi, having worked with him now, like for the last two years, he's a really nice guy. He's a really nice guy. He's a very guy. nice guy. He's a guy who's like, okay, I hear what you say. I hear what you say. I'm going to figure it out. I know I'm busy. <laughs> I may not get back to you that quick, but I care. Like, he really cares. And, and I feel badly because he's a good person. He's and, a good person. And I'm sure she's a good person, too, and, and really was upset by how she was treated in this. It's very, but it's very possible you can have good people make, do, bad, make decisions, bad decisions. But you they, know what I want? You know, I, he did a great job yesterday, really yep. getting everybody to come together to put together this amazing experience for the kids. So hopefully, you know, he can really, you know, revel in that and, and good luck to him. Good luck to him for sure. Uh, and then afterwards, later on in the evening, we ended up going to a friend of ours uh, for a nice little outdoor graduation get-together. Yep. And uh, very well very done. Very fun. Very fun. Got a chance to see a lot of people um, that we hadn't seen in some time, and it was nice. It was... Yes, it was... and we have to talk about the incredible invention that our friend Howard created. Go ahead. I mean, this was the coolest thing ever. So when we got there, our, our friend said, bring... Tell the boys to bring towels and a t-shirt. I was like, they don't have a pool, so I don't know what they're doing, but okay. So we get there, and they had this, like, contraption hooked up to the swing set, and um, with, like, a, you know, like almost like a bullseye thing, and they had tennis balls. So they had one kid sit, um, and then one of the other kids, like, okay, now you're, you know, throw the ball at the... It's like a dunk booth. It was a dunk booth. But it wasn't like a tank where you saw the water, so you didn't know how this is, was coming about. But he actually, Howard, created this whole contraption that was set up with a, they, he, they found it online through YouTube. Ellen said it was through like some, um, a female carpenter. Okay. Very cool. Um, they, it hooked it up through a hose, and the contraption was like the inner um, parts of a toilet. So well, picture that. Isn't that a lovely thought? Isn't that great? <laughs> isn't that a great thought? <laughs> Clean water, though. Clean water. So the water kept flowing in, and every time you hit the the buzzer, the water would, would drench the kids. So what nobody was realizing is that the longer you waited, the worse it was for the kids. The more water filled up. The more up. water was filling up. So there was, like, some kids that were, like, taking their time, not really wanting to sit down, not realizing that if they were if they had jumped in quicker, they it wouldn't have been drenched just, as much. It would have been a little bit of a trickle. It would a sprinkle. But well, it was great. You know why we can't do that, though? We got rid. We of got us. rid of our swing set. Yes, the yeah. land. The, when the dog was barking yesterday, the yeah. landscaper came to yeah. cut we, it down. When all of you heard the chaos yesterday of our dog barking, 
It was because um, the landscapers were here. Right, we're dismantling the swing set from... End of an era. End of an era. It's gone. Totally gone. So it's the amazing. the only thing we have left now, which... Is a know, trampoline. Is a trampoline. And we're not sure what we're going to do with it, but we got rid of the basketball hoop. We got rid of the swing set. We now and have, we and, have more and, land. And now we're left with memories. Yes. And now we need grass before it, like, pours, and then there'll just be, like, a mudslide. So, you know, we're in terms of this weekend coming up, Beth and I are probably going to be taking a ride to an old place that Beth used to frequent when she was a child. Where are we going to be going this weekend, and why? What's the reason? We're going to Wild Acres, and it's in Dingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania. Beth has always told me about Dingman's Ferry. She's always told me about her experience as a kid. I mean, there's so many stories that she shares. I've never been there. And then we would talk, and we were riding in the car, and we were trying to think about places that we could possibly look into, maybe if it's like a you know, summer home or whatever, even possibly when we just move as a permanent home. And I said, you know, tell me a little bit more about, about Dingman's Ferry. And Beth, she looked at me and she's like, hmm? I'm like, yeah, like, what's going on at Dingman's Ferry? You used to love it. Maybe we should check it out. I didn't need to say any more than that. She's like, you got it. Let's go. Yeah. So Beth, Beth um, has been looking at a couple places in Dingman's Ferry, right? Yeah, and I mean, it was, you know what, it's funny because you start reading in, in you know, on in the news that a lot of people who normally go, you know, who everyone who's been leaving the city, they, they, of course, if they have a place in the Hamptons, they're already doing that, but a lot of them are buying in the Catskills now. They're calling it the, the Camptons, is the Catskills of the New Hamptons, so there's, like, bidding wars over all these, like, houses in the Catskills, but... Dingman's Ferry and Wild Acres is still the land that, you know, like time forgot. Like nobody knows about it. And the reason. Don't talk about it too much. We don't want to, I know. Uh, we the don't reason want to run. is the Dingman's Ferry Bridge. Okay? I told Darren about the bridge the other day and he's a little nervous. I'm a little nervous he's a little now. Nervous. It's a wood plank bridge. So when you go over it, it's like clickety clack, clickety clack. And we used to call it the Dingbat Bridge when we would go to, to um, our house, but you had to go over it and you kind of held your breath hoping that like you'd be okay until you got to the other side. And I was reading an article about it and, and they said that they, of course, they redo, they've redone it, but they still have those wooden planks. So every year when the, with the weather changing, even when they put the new ones in, it still has the clickety clack when, when there's like the shrinking and the expanding. So no matter what, it's always going to feel that way. And it's like the only privately owned bridge in the country or something. So it's the Dingman's people. So anyway, but Wild Acres, what I loved was here I was, this kid from Brooklyn where we lived in these houses that were one on top of the other. And my parents got this house at the time. Maybe it was like $15,000 and it was crazy. And 15000 like, I mean, this is the 70s. And the, um, there, are, there are beaches with man-made lakes. There's, of course, the swimming pools. There was the community center. And then there was the woods. And the kids just would go and be left to their own devices. We did get into trouble. I, I know those stories that I shared. There were times we got into trouble. But we spent our entire summers from the time school ended until almost Labor Day in Dingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania, making friends with all these, like, families and stuff the lentinis the durazos you know a lot of a lot of different uh, a <laughs> lot of families you know it was, it was really nice it was a, it was one of those like i would never trade that experience and um simpler so, times so after we do our show tomorrow that's where we're going to be off to yeah we're going to take a drive 
I, you know, we'll just kind of take a drive out there and see what it looks like now. But I started looking, and it looks like there's some really nice places. So who knows? You know, it's it's uh, it'll be, could be fun. It could be fun. Um, or maybe you never can go home again. So there's that too. Oh, that's, that's I'll knock on my I'll knock that. on the door of my old house. No, it's not. Hello. This is, this is not, I just did that in Canarsie. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Revisiting best childhood. Um, before we go into this news topics, I, I want to bring up one thing from a good friend of mine who I grew up with. Mm. I was watching a video this morning from my friend Owen Tom Owen Thompson. Um, so I grew up in Jamaica Queens. Um, I think we've mentioned before I grew up in a very uh, diverse area, which was just incredible to, to experience, uh, that I, I wish many people had the same experience that I had. And, you know, racism just, it never felt like an issue for, for any of us. Um, it's not something we even talked about as a kids because it just, just didn't think about it. We just went about playing and having fun. So Owen, um, Owen Thompson is a black man who lives in Nyack with his family, and uh, he posted a video this morning. And he's a pastor. He's a pastor, yes, I should mention that, um, and a, a very highly regarded, well-liked, very yeah, popular so pastor. Awesome. And he posted a video this morning you know, talking about um, his own personal experiences with, with racism, and... Um, one of them, you know, really, to be honest, really hit home. He and I, I wasn't aware of it. He talked about an incident growing up when he was nine years old, when he and his brother um, were walking, uh, going on an errand to uh, through St. John's University, which is where we all live right next to, and talked about an incident with a, I don't know exactly, but a group of kids or teenagers um, that basically said some very disgusting, hurtful things to both of them and his Owen's bigger brother Herb. <clears throat> basically, um, you know, pulled Owen along and said, like, let's go. I don't think he ever shared that story with us. Um, and it, to be honest, it was, uh, broke my heart and painful listening to him tell it. Um, so all I want to say is to Herb and Owen, I am really sorry. I'm sorry that you guys ever had to, uh, to deal with that. And, um, you know, it's painful to listen to, but people should know about it because even if you have, like we do, many black friends out there, um, they may not always tell you the times that they mm -hmm. um, experience a an ugly incident that happened in their life. So, and people should be aware of it because just because you've never heard them say something to you doesn't mean that they haven't experienced it. So, Owen and Herb, uh, I, again, I'm sorry that you guys had to uh, to deal with that. That's that's it. Mm -hmm. um, connection loss are we still good no no we're good okay. that was a uh, keyboard all right on to some news okay. uh texas looks like it's pausing it's uh it's reopening uh because of the spike in covid cases um so that's uh not good that's not, not good. good for texas that's not good for texas it's not good for the country it's not good anywhere it's, mm -hmm. it's happening all around and it's it's disheartening and it's very concerning and it makes me it makes me on edge to be honest because i keep thinking about the possibility of New York having to, uh, to shut down again. So, but again, trying to stay positive. Um, do you realize how much influence Kanye West has in this country? Well, our son did a TikTok on him the other day. I, just to <laughs> show, if anybody is not wants to know the type of influence that Kanye West has. Okay. So Gap, the retailer, 
announced that Gap and Kanye West brand, I think it's called Yeezy. Yeah. Y E E Z Y, are going to be collaborating on some lines together. Oh. Gap yeah. shares were up seventeen percent on that news. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, seventeen percent smart on a collaboration between Gap and Kanye West lines. So just that, that should just tell you something right there about how much influence that man has. Right now, if they did something with LeBron James, they'll never go out of business. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Dylan has like, always said, he's like, if LeBron James runs for president, if LeBron James ran for president, him. he would have a, he'd have a pretty good shot. He would. He would. <laughs> and as possible, who knows, maybe that could happen one day. I'd vote for him. Yeah. Um, he's like a nice guy. On the baseball front, if you're wondering which teams out there are quote-unquote built for a 60-game season, these are the teams that ESPN says could actually thrive for a, in a 60-game season. The Mets! No, the Mets were not one of them. Ah. Just the teams are the Rays, the Dodgers, the Angels, the A's, the Braves, the Brewers, the Padres, surprisingly, the Rangers, and the Reds were the, uh, were the team that they mentioned that with a 60-game season, could do surprisingly well. The Dodgers aren't really surprising. They would do well no matter what. But I'm surprised, just, though, because the Mets always start out strong, and then they fizzle. Yeah, that's the Mets. Like, After about 60 games, they're like, <laughs> so maybe they could win the, the, Mets, the, the Mets, World Series. The Mets should be push, pushing for 60, 60. games. I mean, that's be, how they do. Yeah, the Mets should be saying, you know what, we would like to make all of our years, every 60. season, 60 games. Yeah. And then, and then we would be We great. will be cha- World Series champions, like, every year if we just play 60 <laughs> games. I mean, that's what I mean. It's always, I mean, we get, like, yeah. they they let us down after they always go off the cliff and then it's like <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's been it's been a tortured Mets fan what can we yeah. do um and other news the CDC has now listed three other symptoms oh that are uh, signs of COVID and I at this point I don't know why they basically just don't say if you're not feeling well at you all, have COVID like, you have COVID I know I thought it was wasn't I, it like I, sore throat yeah they put down they Come put down on. three other symptoms I'm like I don't know what good is that doing like, yeah exactly so anybody who feels slightly off for whatever reason you gotta assume it's co- like i know I, it, that was i don't know just kind of uh i know after a certain point it's like that's also the same symptoms for the common cold so what so um other matters across the country you know lady antebellum is now just lady a right, right? i know and now, now the dixie, chicks, dixie are the chicks, chicks are no longer dixie chicks they're just chicks yeah. Which I don't know, isn't that just offensive to women if you just say that it's called chicks or no? Is that not, not offensive? No. But here's I the don't thing, know. the Dixie chicks, do you know do you know why they removed the word Dixie? I didn't even know this. Like I, I didn't think gotta th- be another southern thing. I know my friend Scott Stem from Nashville was watching before. If he's still on he could probably I tell, tell us. Well, Scott's like in the music I, industry. I did not know why they felt the need to remove Dixie. Isn't, it's gotta be like another Confederate it's a, thing. It, well it's a reference to the Mason Dixon line. Okay. And the division between the free states and the slave states. Oh, interesting. So that, I guess the word oh. Dixie coming from Dixon is yeah. the reason. So that's why they're moving it, which then leads me to the next question. Are Dixie cups going to still be called Dixie cups? Oh, I don't I, know. I, <laughs> what are they going to be called? Cups? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have Dixie cups. We just have, we have cups. cups. <laughs> we just have cups. We just have cups. Um, so I, I don't know, I just thought that was pretty, uh... Yeah, but they really haven't performed in a while anyway, so what are, yeah. I said no, that a while yeah, exactly. ago, like, no, who cares? Nobody cares about you, Dixie Chicks. Yeah, they, they got political many, many with years George, ago, and they George were canceled. D- with George W. With George yeah, they w. got canceled a long time ago, and so... turned out Bush was just, an, uh, you know, whatever. He turned out to be a very nice guy. Yeah. yeah so, you, you just stop picking on the man. Yeah. Um, it is very hot. 
and that brings up a topic uh, it was actually just in the news was it yesterday or the day before the man Juan Rodriguez do you remember that Juan Rodriguez is the man who tragically left his twins oh in the car in the car uh, when he went to work and uh, both of the twin both kids died in the car because they were left in there for eight hours um, he was I guess he was acquitted um, yeah. and he found them not guilty of you know intentionally harming his children but um, so that was in the news but it's just a reminder that if you do have small children or if you have a pet Please don't leave them in a hot car. It's, it's well, it's like your aunt. We had this discussion with our kids the other day because so our, our daughter was like really. So Rebecca angry. could not. Rebecca was very angry. She couldn't understand how anybody could leave their children in a hot car. And I said to her, I said, no, it's it really. You can't imagine how anybody could do that. But I can tell you, I can see how somebody can forget. That they have a child in the back seat. It is very possible that, that can happen. You yeah. get so distracted, distracted, and and you you're, you're just rushing to do things, and the child back there falls asleep, whatever, and is not making any sound. It can happen. It, yeah. it's for sure. So, one of the things that he's always suggested that you do when you're going to put a child in the car is take their shoe off and hold it on your lap. That's always a good, this a good way. Idea. Yeah. So if you have a child and you put it in the back seat, take off their shoe and put it on your lap. And this way you remember, oh, I have the shoe. I have it here for a reason. Let me go put it on my kid and take the kid out of the car. So just a little helpful tip. Well, uh, and we and we used to always have like all the kids' music in the car, like Raffy. Right. So, so how could we forget Raffy's playing? Raffy's playing. We'd there must get, be a kid in the car. Right. Exactly. So you know. Um, Looks like the Kentucky Derby actually is going to take place September fifth, and they're going to actually have people attending the event. Nice, so interesting. So Maybe you, people so, so have you, hats with matching right, masks, and you can have a mint julep if you like. Oh, very nice. No, I we could because the hats are always the thing at the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. And so you love I, think, a, and you I do, love a great hat. You do love a good hat. Oh, I, we should just go just for the hats. Just for the hats. Oh, <laughs> I love the hats. <laughs> All right, I don't have any topics to discuss unless you do because I got the word of the day for you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. So okay. bring it on. Bring it Let's on. see. We're All right, here over, we go. So your, wor your word of the day is jejun. J-E-J-U-N-E. -E. I've heard of it. Heard of it. Don't know. J-E-J-U-N-E. Jejun. Or jejun. Jejun. J-E-J-U-N-E. Anybody? Jejun. Optimistic. Nope. Pessimistic. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one. Yeah, I know Jejun means lacking knowledge or experience. Juvenile, immature, childish. Yeah, not optimistic or pessimistic. No, not neither one of those. Okay, hopefully you're going to do better on this, okay? And what's it, my... What, what it's are, your trivia question. It's, I've got an assortment of stuff today for questions. I think some of you are going to be like, you're going to give me that look like, oh, and others you can be like, I got that. Okay. All right, ready? First question, what former legendary NBA player appeared in a Bruce Lee movie called The Game of Death? What former legendary NBA player appeared in a Bruce Lee movie called The Game of Death? I don't know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Nice job. Wow. Very good. 
I tried to give you a little hint, you know, legendary and stuff. Well, I tried with the legendary. That's I said. I'm thinking 1970s. Yeah. What would be excellent? That was yeah. very good. Thank you. Wow, I did not. Oh, Lisa said, "Well, Frazier." No, I no, got Beth it. You... got it. She got it. It was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Who knew? Second question: Halloumi, H A L L U M I, Halloumi, a type of cheese, originates from which country? I think I know this. Halloumi, a type of cheese, originates I, from what country? Should I country? let uh, Lisa answer this? I. I I'm willing to bet that you're going to guess, and, you, and if she does too, you're both going to be wrong. Oh, man. I guess then it's not what we, I was thinking. Oh, that stinks. Halloumi. Okay, so then I can't go with that you choice. Can. You can still get... I, no, because it's not going to... Nice Lebanon. Try, nice try. No? Nope. Nope. Um, Give it a try. Go no, ahead. I'm not going to say Greece, because now you're saying... Nope. See, both of us were saying Greece. You're close. Oh, Turkey. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, nope. Egypt. Nope. Nope. What's close to Greece? Um. The answer is Cyprus. Oh, I told you. I knew it was a Greek thing. <laughs> it's answer. still technically Greece, though. Isn't Cyprus Greece? No? Mm, no. But isn't your dad from Cyprus? So, okay, I thought that's a Cyprian Greek. I didn't think that's... I still think it's Greece. I think you may have... I think I get partial credit. I think Lisa and I get partial credit. Lisa, do you agree with me? I mean, because I know they... Cyprus, officially called the Republic of Cyprus. Oh, okay. Okay? No, sorry. All right, next question. The mojito... Mm. The mojito... You love a good mojito. I love a good mojito. Is a traditional rum cocktail from which country? Hmm. That's a good question. Which country? That's nice, Lisa. You just make up your own rules as you go along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's to us. It is. It is. So we're okay. right. Okay. I love that. The mojito. What country does the mojito come from? Is a traditional rum cocktail from which country? Um, hmm. It's got to be like someplace in like Latin America. Lisa got Cuba. it. Nice, nice job. Very good. Nice. All right. Next one. What is the French? Joe col- got it too. Very good, Joe. What is the French culinary term for a dish that has been covered with breadcrumbs or grated cheese and browned? What is the French culinary term Hmm. for a dish that has been covered with breadcrumbs or grated cheese and and is browned? She's digging for something on my couch. There's no snakes over there. Cut it out. Cut that out. Um, hmm. That's why dogs dig like that. They're looking for snakes. Yeah. See, it's not brulee because that's a, that would be a dessert. So, what would be um, au gratin? Ah, Lisa again, very au good. Au I did it at the same very, time, Lisa. Au very gratin. good, nice Yay. job, nice job. Love next, next one. Here you go. What is? Macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is the white part of the inside of an egg called? The white part? Not the yolk. What is the white part of the inside of the egg? Hmm. <coughs> what the membrane. Is... No. <laughs> what is the white part of the inside of the egg called? What is the? I don't know. The. Uh, I don't. I just always called it the white part. I know. You just called it egg whites. Yeah, I called it egg whites. That's not the actual name. Hmm. Getting what, technical here. I what don't know. is the white part 
of the inside Slimy, yeah. of the egg called? Anybody? Going once. I don't know. Going twice. You guys are going to love this. You're going to feel so educated today. Yeah, what is it? It's called albumin. Oh, boy. A-L-B-U-M-E-N. Yes. All right. Words we've never learned. Well, that's ne ne from now on. You Maybe that's a new category. <laughs> Words you've never learned. Next one. Okay. What liquor is made from the blue agave plant? Ah, Ivy got it. Wow. Nice, nice. job, Ivy. Nice, Ivy. The white part, uh, yep. What liquor um, is made from the blue agave plant? That'd be something sweet. Uh, kind of liquor. Not rum. Um, very tequila. good, Lisa. Tequila. Tequila. Nice. Tequila. Very good. Very nice. All right. Next one. Vodka. Gal Joe got it too. Very good, Joe. Vodka, Galliano, and orange juice are the three main ingredients for this cocktail. What is the cocktail? Vodka. Galliano, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. If I'm not, feel free to correct me. And orange juice are the three main ingredients for this cocktail. It's not a mimosa, I know that, but I don't know what other things are in. Um, uh, <coughs> that was like that orange juice thing. That kind of drink was like a, it sounds like a 1970s thing. I forgot what it was called though. Anwar. Vodka. I know, I'm trying to think. It was like, an, it was like nope. a screw. Oh, it's not a screwdriver? Nope. I, wow. Galliano, I think I'm saying it right, and orange juice are the three uh, main ingredients for this cocktail. Don't know. Anybody? Once? Twice? A Harvey Wallbanger. Told you it was a 1970s drink. A Harvey Wallbanger. That probably. was like, I, I could totally, that would have been like something totally out of the right. 70s. Okay, this is, this is a fun question. And now that would be offensive. Just saying. That would be offensive? Wallbang. Harvey Wallbanger? That's so offensive. It's like, what are you kidding me? What the hell? All right. I, I will take, if you can get four out of the five here, you'll get it. I'll give you the points. But, okay. All right. You should really try to get all five. All right. Name all five members of the Traveling Wilburys. Okay. Name all five members. Hmm. Of the traveling Wilburys. Yeah, Mr. Smirnoff. Uh, <laughs> Roy private. Orbison is one. Tom Petty is two. And then I don't know the other three. <clears throat> so if anybody could help me here. Traveling Wilburys. There were five band members. Who were they? <coughs> well, it's alright. Right. Even if you say you will, well, it's alright. Yeah, Dylan and I had a whole discussion about this. He said, you know, who, who do you think was a better singer, Roy Orbison or Tom Petty? And I said Roy Orbison. Dylan? Bob um, Dylan? Bob Dylan is correct. Okay, McCarthy, McCarthy is not. Right. Tom Petty is correct. Okay, so we got Bob Dylan. Now I'm up to three. Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty. I need two more. Two more. Orbison is correct, okay. yes. Okay. Uh, really is, you know, it's, like a it's remarkable when you think about this band. These, kind of like Mike and the Mechanics. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just like them. Just, yeah, they're like exactly the same. Mike and the Mechanics. Oh my lord. Come on! Anybody? There were some good people in Mike right. and the Mechanics. I'm going to give it. Alright, go, go ahead. Bob Dylan is one. Yeah. Roy Orbison is another. 
Tom Petty is another. The other two are George Harrison. Wow. George Harrison. Okay. And the last one, who you may not remember his name, but it was still a great band, was Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn from ELO, Electric Light. Oh, okay. He would have been the one I never would have gotten, but that's so those like are a, five. That's Bob Dylan, George Harrison, band. Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, and Roy Orbison. How can you how can you beat that? Seriously. All right. Really Here we go. Two more questions. First of them, who recorded the one hit wonder in nineteen eighty two? Pass the Duchy. Pass the Duchy on the left hand side. Pass the Duchy. I don't remember that group again. Who sang that? Should ask uh, Dylan if he knows that. Um, it's not. It wasn't New Edition. That was something else. Um, Who sang that? I know the song. I know. I don't remember the name of the group. Anybody? Anyone? Anyone? Up. Oh, who's uh, sending me a message? No. Okay. Pass the duchy. Okay. It's sung by Musical Youth. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, no, no, never. And your last question of the day. Okay. When the artist, music artist Prince, music artist Prince used to work part time at a five and dime store, who was his boss? He used to work part time at a. Uh, when Mia the, got the got musical good. youth. When, when Prince. Worked at a five and dime. Wait. He used to work part time. Used to work part time. At, at a five, five and dime. So who was his boss? boss? Was Mr. McGee? Very good. Oh! <laughs> he said several times, people don't like my company. That was the answer. But See? So you put it together. Very really good. Nice, that nice. was good. Nice. 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 You like? I knew you were gonna like that. I love, I love that. All right. That was his boss. And what Mr. was the name of the song? She wore a raspberry beret. Right. <laughs> she loves that song. You love a good Prince song, right? I love a good Prince song. Right, I gotta get Who moving. Doesn't? I gotta get moving. We'll get you back again tomorrow. Right? Yes. Right. Well, maybe we'll find an outdoor location. Anyone yeah. who would like us to come it's to their backyard, we'll, we'll, just we'll, hit me up. Just hit, we'll be there. We're happy to stop by if you have a good Wi-Fi connection. Exactly. Gotta have good Wi-Fi. But uh, on that note, enjoy the day, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. It was a lot of fun, and uh, we hope to see everybody tomorrow. All right. Bye. Smiles, everyone. Bye. <coughs>